Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishpapanjaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harine Bhakta Kaya Ikade Namaste Chitsaratmane Hetave Jagatameva Samsara Nava Setave Prabhave Saiva Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. Your own isness. Your own essence. Your own shivaness. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Knowing the Knower. You are Shiva. As the texts and the great masters tell us, there is only one reality, the one that is being all, including being you and being me and being all, and beyond all. When you look in someone's eyes, you see the one who is seeing. Can you look into your own eyes and be the one who is seeing? To know the knower. This is yoga's goal. To know the knower. The knower is your own being, your own beingness. 
wherever you go, whatever you do, your essence is unchanged. Your hair can change color. It wasn't always gray. Your body size and shape can change. Your likes and dislikes can change and do. Your favorite activities can change. Your favorite foods change. Even your personality changes over time. But your essence is unchanged. Whatever you do, you learn from it. Wherever you go, you have experiences which change your perspective, your mindset, your way of seeing and doing things. Yet your essence is still your essence. Wherever you go, you are still you. I know this because I tried it out. It isn't theory for me. I spent decades traveling the world, various trips here and there, especially going to places where I didn't speak the language. I'd get on a bus and ride it to the end of the line and get off. This was before GPS. So I didn't know where I was. And I couldn't communicate with anyone. Then I'd start walking. I didn't understand why I was doing what I was doing. But something happened for me when I got truly and completely lost. I was me. Without any roles or identities, free from any timetables or responsibilities, no one knew my name or where I was from or where I was going. I didn't even know where I was going. But I was still me. Stripped down. Nothing left to hide behind. Nothing I had to try to be. Nothing left but me. It was so comforting, so reassuring. I felt good inside my own skin. Back then, that was a rarity for me. I'd walk for a while, find a bigger street and follow it to a bigger one. And there'd be a road sign pointing to the city. A bus would come by and I'd pick it up and ride it back to the world, back to the roles and responsibilities back to the identities I'd so carefully constructed and maintained. But I'd take myself with me, at least for a while. Now I know that meditation is a much easier way to do it. (laughs) For even when I was lost out there somewhere, the me that I found was only a superficial level of my own beingness. Yet meditation due to my Baba's grace, has given me a much deeper level of myself, my own essence and existence, my own self, Shiva being me. I'll describe it another way. You exist. You do exist. I know there are some meditative philosophies that say nothing is real, but they're not actually denying the world's existence. They're saying the world is insubstantial. It's ever-changing, and that's true. This meditative system, the Kashmiri Shaivite Tantra, meticulously describes the world 
as being real. The world exists. You exist. I exist. The sound waves being produced by my speaking exist. The sound waves travel across the room, maybe to the moon and back if you're zooming in from home, and they travel all the way to your ears. You really are hearing the sound of my real voice. And you take the words in. Ah, but here's the catch. What you do with the words, well, that could be very distortional. I do my best to explain these mystical principles in a way that frees you from your delusions, but you could be doing things inside your head that take you somewhere else than where I'm pointing. Where am I pointing? Inside. Deeper and deeper inside. I'm doing everything I know to help you access the deeper dimensions of your own being, your own existence, where you exist. Not only do you exist, you are a multidimensional being. While you're listening to me, you have got some stuff going on inside your head, most probably. Maybe you're planning your lunch or who you're going to call when satsang is over. I don't know. You got levels in there. And there are other levels you don't know about. If you delve through all the levels to the foundational level of your own being, what will you find? You will find that you are you. You will find that you exist. That which exists is existing as you. The one divine reality, which is the source of all that exists, is being all that exists, including you. In yoga, we call this one divine reality by the name Shiva. Technically, it's Parama Shiva or Para Shiva, meaning that existence, which is beyond your idea of what existence is. Baba described it this way. Shiva is the isness of everything. So if you don't want to use the name Shiva, that's okay with me. We can call the isness of everything by the name isness. Everything that exists is. If it wasn't made out of isness, it wouldn't exist. Isness is existence itself, beingness itself, the essence that is everything that is. And you are one of the things that isness is being. Isness is being you. Isness is being me. Isness is being the whole universe and beyond the universe. Isness exists. And isness exists as you. And isness knows that it is. Isness is a self knowing beingness. The Sanskrit name for isness is Shiva. 
Shiva is the self-knowing beingness that is being all that bees, existing as all that exists, Shiva is. This is why Baba wrote, Shiva is the isness of everything. Shiva is real. Shiva is all pervading. He never ceases to exist. He never vanishes. He is eternal, whether or not he is perceived to be so. Shiva is the ever-existent isness or beingness that has always existed. Shiva has never ceased to exist. He can hide, but he still exists, even if you can't find him. It's like when I was a kid and played hide-and-seek with the neighborhood kids. Unfortunately, I was the youngest. So I always got found very quickly and could never find them. Then I'd start to cry and someone would help me. They would hide me so good that no one could find me. <laughs> and while I was hiding and they couldn't find me, I still existed. So Shiva, while he's hiding, he still exists. Now, where does Shiva hide? With Shiva being the isness that makes the whole world exist, Shiva is everything, so how can he hide in the midst of everything that he is? He hides inside. He is inside you, inside me, inside everyone else who is here, inside everyone who exists, inside everyone and everything that exists. It wouldn't exist unless it is Shiva. Shiva is effulging forth in the multitudinous of the universe, but hiding his essence and beingness inside. You might think that Shiva is being only the holy, the pure, the benevolent, and the wise. Oh, no. Baba explains Shiva is everything. He is in the fallen in the same measure as in the redeemed. He is as much in the wicked as in the enlightened, as much in the sinner as in the saint, as much in an atom as in the vast cosmos, as much in a drop as in the ocean. While Shiva is in everything, Shiva is also beyond everything. Shiva is being the universe and beyond the universe. When we reach towards Shiva on the outside, we call him a god. On the inside, we call him self. But on the outside, he is God. Shiva is the god who is most easily pleased. He responds when you ask for help. So when you're not finding Shiva in his hiding place within you, and you look outward for divine help, Shiva helps you, even if you're not perfect. Even, even if you've done stupid stuff. Even if you're a lapsed yogi. Even if you're not a yogi at all, Shiva loves to help you find your own Shivaness. And that's the whole point. 
since Shiva has hidden his own essence and beingness inside you, you don't know your Shiva. You know outer things, but not your innermost essence. So the whole point is to find what's hidden, to find what's lost. The whole point is to find your own self, who is Shiva, your own isness, your own beingness. Shiva is looking through your eyes. Shiva moves your breath, keeps your heart beating, makes your senses work and your mind do what it does. Shiva is self-knowing beingness, always aware. So Shiva sees your sleep and watches your dreams. When you wake up in the morning and remember a dream, how can you be remembering it? You were asleep when it was going on. Shiva saw it and reports it to your mind. But your mind is not used to paying attention to Shiva, so you get it garbled and confused. Shiva sees your dreams, watches your sleep, and knows everything that goes through your crazy mind and is endlessly entertained by it, I'm sure. Shiva is being all and having all these experiences simultaneously. Shiva's having a great time being the universe. Yet Shiva abides in a profound and deep stillness, a deep pool of pure being, deeper than your mind can go. an intoxicatingly blissful dimension of knowingness and beingness you can explore within. Your own self. Oh, Shiva. Baba describes Shiva. He is beyond all limitations of space, time, and substance. He is everywhere. He is everlasting. He is in all. He is ever perfect. I'm reading from Baba's commentary on the verse we chanted, Na Shivam Vidyate Kwachit. There is nowhere, there is not Shiva. The double negative is a bit confusing in English. Nowhere, there is not Shiva. Huh? So think of it this way. Where can you go that Shiva is not there? Nowhere. What can you see that is not Shiva? Nothing. Even nothingness is Shiva. There is nowhere there is not Shiva. There is nothing there is not Shiva. Baba continues. Indeed, to think that nothing is without Shiva, is to see Shiva. Huh? Again, to think that nothing lacks its Shivaness is to perceive that it is all made of Shiva. Na Shivam Vidyate Kwachit. Nothing that is not Shiva exists anywhere. This is the verse from the Swachanda Tantra. 
The Swachanda Tantra is one of many texts called Tantras. But this particular text is lost. It's a lost text. And we only have selected verses from it because in other texts, they would quote a verse from the Swachanda Tantra to explain the meaning of what the sage was writing. And this is one of the most often quoted verses. In multiples of the Tantras, they go back to this verse from the Swachanda Tantra. Na shivam vidyate kwachit. I had you chant it so you'd memorize it. Nothing that is not Shiva exists anywhere. The point the verse is making, the point that Baba is making, is that once you know you are Shiva, you see everyone and everything as it really is. It's all Shiva. This is also explained in one of the sutras we've been studying in this weekend sutra retreat. Drishyam Shariram. You guys got your paper? Drishyam Shariram. Shiva Sutras 1.14. To such a yogi, all that observed is actually an expression of consciousness. To such a yogi, what kind of yogi is this? To the yogi who knows their own self as Shiva, all that is observed is actually an expression of consciousness form of Shiva. How do you get there? First, you look where Shiva is hiding inside you. Then you know that you are Shiva. You are the one who's looking through your eyes. This gives you the ability to see what you didn't see before. You have divine eyes and you see the divine everywhere in all, being all. That has always been true, but you didn't know. You reached the point that now you know. You know the knower. You be the be-er. You are Shiva. You are your own self. We've been studying this sutra and a few more. And we'll chant them for you in Sanskrit and then I'll translate them. Ready? Drishyam Shariram Hrudaye Chitta Sangata Drishya Swapa Darshanam Shudha Tatva Sandhanan Vapa Shakti. Vitarka Atmanyanam again. Drishyam Shariram Hurdaye Chittasam Drishyaswapa Darshanam Shudha Tatva Sandanad Vapashu Shakti Vitarka Atmanyanam Drishyam Shariram, to such a yogi, all that is observed is actually an expression of consciousness. Prudaye Chitta Sangata Drishya Swapa Darshanam. This is possible by the absorption of the individual mind into consciousness. 
Shuddha Tattva Sandhanadva Apashu Shakti. Such a being is like Shiva, completely free from the limitations of the ordinary individual. Vitarka Atmanyanam, full conviction of one's own identity with Shiva, is what is meant by knowledge. The whole point is to have that full conviction of your own Shivanus. It's not a thought. It's not an idea or belief. It's not a hope or a theory or a dream. It's a knowing. You know your own shivaness the way that you know that you're awake. You're not sleeping. You're not dreaming. You don't have to pinch yourself. You know that you're awake. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to check in with anyone else. Am I awake? <laughs> you don't have to question it or remind yourself. You are awake. And you know that you're awake. But that's merely a state of mind, so it's not a good analogy. Let me try another one. You know your own shivaness the way you know that you exist. You do exist. You can't actually stop existing, for your own nature is existence itself, beingness itself. You can question whether or not you exist. I tried to once for three days. It was very painful. But I finally realized that if I was questioning whether I existed or not, who was asking the question? That questioner existed. The fact of the question proved the existence of the questioner. So I knew that I existed. I know that I exist. And you know that you exist. Do you know that you exist? You do exist. In the same way, you know that you exist. You know that you are Shiva. For your own existence is existence itself, isness itself. Beingness itself, Shiva, your own self. To know this is to have right understanding, named in the final of the four sutras that we've been studying, Vitarka Atmanyanam, Shiva Sutra 1.17, Chapter 1, Sutra 17, Vitarka Atmanyanam, right understanding is knowledge of the self. Baba explained the sutra this way. I am the same Parashiva who becomes the universe and dwells in its heart. When this thought, uninterrupted by doubt, vibrates within, I am the same Parashiva who becomes the universe and dwells in its heart. When this thought, uninterrupted by doubt, vibrates within. One has attained right understanding, vitarka, knowledge of the inner self. The 
The process is one of developing your inner knowingness. You're used to focusing on outer objects, people and things. You're used to naming and knowing outer things, managing and even manipulating everything around you to get the result you want. What result is that? You want to be happy. So when everything and everyone is doing exactly what you want done, then your mind can stop all its machinations and settle. And when your mind settles, it's such a relief. It's so spacious and serene inside. You are happy. Quiet mind. Yoga says it works the other way around as well. In fact, You'll be more successful at attaining happiness if you put the cart before the horse. Quiet mind. You begin by quieting your mind. All of yoga's tools are to help you quiet your mind. It's like when you come to a yoga class and we begin with the guided relaxation and yogic breathing. You're in a completely different mental state after only 15 minutes. It happens when you come to satsang, even sitting for a few minutes, waiting for the program to start. Something starts shifting inside. You're settling. Your mind is quieting down, and you're getting an inner opening. Grace has begun opening you to the greater reality within. And when you experience your own self, Your mind shines with the light of consciousness. You're happy. You're happier than happy. Yoga's focus is on getting you to change your focus. Instead of pressuring everyone around you to make the circumstances just right so that you will be happy, you make you happy. How? By looking inward by finding your own beingness, by knowing and being the Shiva that you already are. You see, you already are Shiva. Everyone and everything is Shiva, and so are you. Your only problem is that you don't know your own Shivaness. All your pains and problems come from your not knowing. When you know your own self, your own shivaness, you live in a constant flow of divine inspiration, love, joy, and creativity that supports your life and everyone around you. So yoga says, turn your attention inward. Explore who you really are and what you are made of. Na shivam vidya te kwachit. There is nowhere there is not shiva. There is nothing that is not Shiva. And once you know your own Shivaness, you see the divine reality manifest all around you. Everything you see is Shiva. Everything you see is your own self in a different form. Let me try this as a metaphor for you. Let's say... I created a photo montage for you. I didn't. (laughs) 
but let's pretend that I gathered photos of every movie role that Meryl Streep has ever played. I could show you all the photos of her in all the different costumes and roles. And you could see, yeah, it's all Meryl. It's all her in different guises and different forms. Okay, I didn't create the montage. But I have another one that I didn't create. <laughs> A montage of photos of you. All the different roles you've played. All your different ages, all the different places you've lived and worked, all the different things you've done, who you were when you were with different groups of people, everything you've been and everything you thought you were. And you could look at all those photos and say, yep, it's all one being. It's all me. Well, Shiva's doing the same thing. We could flash up photos of every single person in the world, and you'd see there's only one being who is being all. Oh, Shiva. And that one being, that one beingness, that one divine reality is being you. Oh, Shiva. You have the capacity to know your own beingness, your own Shivaness. An animal can't know. A dog, a cat, a horse, a bird, as wonderful as they all are. And while they all are Shiva, they can't know that they are Shiva, but you can. You are a human being. You have the capacity to know the knower. You can be the beer. Oh, Shiva. It's just a choice. Who do you want to be today? You can ask yourself, who do I want to be today? My answer is, I'll be Shiva. Let's hear the sutras again. Drishyam shariram hrudaye chitta sangata drishya swapadarshanam shudha tatpa sandanad vapashu shaktihi vitarka atmanyanam Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha.